0: hey what's up do you like sex love and astrology i do you're in the right place let's dig in let's go <laughs> hello and welcome to astromantics the uh, podcast where we love to talk about the taboo the sexual love relationships uh, we have Mary as always, who is gorgeous,
1: talented, I a dark say- unicorn. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Scorpio Rising. So <laughs> yeah. Here, no, I don't. Scorpio hate
0: Rising will not divulge much of her own.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got read a lot, so it's a good thing this is a podcast. Yeah, 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 totally.
0: <laughs> and today we have Sydney. Sydney, hi. Hello. And Sydney is all the way over in Ecuador right now. So rad. So cool. cool. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Did you have a question, Mary? Tell us
1: about yourself, Sydney,
0: or
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm a professional life coach and I also do website design on the side and I'm from Idaho slash California. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because my mom couldn't pick one state yeah. and yeah we just making a full-time living off coaching right now and traveling ecuador with my partner and then we're planning on just kind of traveling for the next like i don't know six months year just mm-hmm. like go around and see what we like and hang out with shamans and see different beaches and maybe check out healing centers right
1: so this jealous. is awesome this so good yeah it does <laughs> but you're doing it all from like nomad life right mm-hmm. you're doing and mm-hmm. and all while living oh, this like yeah. nomadic existence i'm That's so great. jealous and i love it
0: <laughs> yeah oh well, and then mary has a sad son and sad notoriously loves to travel loves culture mm-hmm. loves teaching loves learning right uh Loves to be on the move, loves festivals, loves parties. The more, the better, right? Jupiterio loves to give gifts, loves to receive gifts, right? Jupiter, the more, the better. And then also very philosophical, very interested in oh,
1: okay.
0: um, spiritual, cultural, spiritual, right? Endeavors. It's like I that. think
1: my, my Aquarius and maybe Lacey's Aquarius too, really. um, Like, I love that it's unconventional what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but there is... <laughs> kind of a belief sometimes that you can't do both right you got to travel or do this or like I have to have a, a date to come home by so that I can start working again and I like that you just existing in this life is proving so many people wrong you know this like either <laughs> or right. So, right. my Aquarius is in love with this like unconventional route that you're mm-hmm. taking yes no oh,
2: thank you thank you all my sagittariusness and my yeah. chart is very happy. And my boyfriend has a sad rising. And I was like, so oh, great. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's like super perfect, right? Here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to share my screen and it will have your um, chart on it so we can look at it and dive in. It's going to be so good. I hope the music here isn't too loud. You know what? It's not. It's not too loud, actually. You can just kind of hear it, but it kind of has a little bit of a beat. So if I start, like, kind of moving to it, just be okay. All right? Just (laughs) be down. Okay. I'm down Mm. for that. I love it. Uh, All right. So this is you, Sydney. And um, what I have been doing is, is on our podcast, on your episode, we'll put a picture of just the wheel, not all of your information over here, but just this wheel up. And that way our listeners and those who are astrologers, right. Can look at your chart and see what we're talking about. Cause sometimes it gets hard to be like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. The degrees, you know, people love people like me love to know if I was listening to a podcast and they didn't tell me the degrees, I'd be a little pissed. I'd be a little like, tell me where it is. Right. (laughs) Because I'm a snob now. (laughs) That's what it is. That's what happened to me. Um, but I love love. Okay. So (laughs) it's kind of fun. Um, The first thing that I thought when I uh, was looking at this chart in sort of a sexual nature is, is that there's something about you that kind of maybe loves if you feel safe with a person to give control over to them, right? Because you have a lot of Capricorn and you have a lot of um, Scorpio here and those are both powerhouses sexually but they tend to like to let others take control but you have mars cancer first house this means that you have to be you have to feel nurtured physically right you have to feel like someone's putting love into your tank before you can maybe even really dive in because the other thing about Scorpio and Capricorn is just that there tends, and then there tends to be sort of a, a an intensity or, or a seriousness to the relationships or, 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 or a need for it in some way. Um, yeah, but my husband has a Mars in Cancer, so food turns him on. Good food is kind of like a special turn on for him. Um, and yours is in the first house. Like it also means Mars and cancer also means, yeah. So she has Mars retrograde cancer, 23 degrees. Mars here also, um, likes to be hugged hard sometimes. <laughs> Good hug. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it, it's also, uh, it change The mood can change rather quickly sometimes if it's not kept, flowing right if it feels uh, like it's not in a space of being able to give and receive then it's like it's hard to get into the mood if 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 uh feeling cared for nurtured if feeling nurtured isn't present do you ever experience that
2: yeah definitely because like the more nurtured I feel And the more I nurture somebody else, the more like comfortable I am sexually. And the more like I give, and then the more I'm comfortable receiving as well. Because sometimes that's women I feel like are not comfortable receiving.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then you also have, we have Mars first house of cancer and it's in a trine, a flowing aspect to Pluto in your fifth house of romance and sex for fun. Um, it's also the house of children, procreation, it's Venus's house, right? There's uh, two people, right? There's this sense of you, I, myself, you're yourself, we're sexually attracted to each other. Um, And it's in a trine, which gives you um, an automatic, when you come into a room or start talking, um, others will see you as possibly sexually powerful, even if they wouldn't put the words to that, there's something about that. And it also gives sort of an occult-like filter to sexuality too. Like it can give something about that could be attractive to you. Like maybe sex magic, right? Sex um, in a way that is um, sort of spiritual, but um, uh, Scorpio likes to get to the bottom of, it's very, it's also secretive. It doesn't want to just like fuck everyone everywhere ever, right? But there's a possessiveness. It kind of likes to be possessed and it kind of likes to possess a little bit. Um, but there's something, uh, Scorpio rules the genitals, right? It rules, you know, all bits. If you will. It loves all bits. It is all bits. <laughs> and um, so do you ever or have you ever experimented with like sex magic or putting in an element of wavy hands? I'm doing wavy hands. Wavy <laughs> <laughs> <Baby> hands. <laughs> you cracked me up. Yes. Totally
2: funny because i'm reading a book called existential kink right now nice and it, that book is all about how do i even explain it like how to make the bad stuff in your life feel good and turn you on
1: right and how
2: if you let the bad stuff feel good and turn you on and you like get off on the bad stuff like scarcity rejection lack overwhelm anxiety etc Mm-hmm. then it like stops repeating because we're not like shoving it down in the subconscious so I've been like I could playing around with that lately and I got into it like two summers ago too when I first found the book mm-hmm. um
0: so that's literally I'm exploring that right now that is really interesting um I'm definitely gonna put that book yeah
1: <laughs> I'm like pulling it up on audible right now that's yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you guys will love it it's so life-changing and I've been doing it with like eight other women in the book club I'm leading. We're doing like some coaching mixed in and they are seeing massive results. Wow. And it's like, no wonder we're not, you know, sometimes abundant or fill in the blank feeling our, a good thing. If we're getting so turned off by feeling like shit, then it's like, no wonder we're blocked. So right. Really right. I hope you guys like it. But yeah.
0: Oh, I'm, certain will love it. I love all things. Right. And I like being able to, so we have actually quite a few Mars and cancer people. We've had like three people on this show who have Mars and cancer. Yours is in the first house, which means that you will be able to um, have more of a finger on it. So you can finger it. Just kidding. (laughs) Mars and cancer. In the first house, anything that's in our first house, there's a closer relationship. Like you can see it because it's the house of self. So you're able to kind of see it in your own life and then you can then share it and teach it, moon in sag, right? So there's something that's kind of nice for you. Other people who have Mars and Cancer in like the lower houses, right? The more reactionary, the fourth, fifth, sixth, it's harder for them to tell, to see it, to know, to even look for a fucking book. They would be more likely to think something's wrong with them and then just live with it, right? Mm. So it's really great that you have it sort of there where you can have a better grasp. You can see it, sort of touch it in your mind and body more. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And then you have an Eros here.
1: So I think that's really interesting. Go, Mary literally right on top of your pluto totally they're like connected they're the same they're one degree apart Mm -hmm. right so that means that they interact together kind of as one planet right Right. so pluto is not just pluto anymore it's like pluto plus eros right and eros is all about what we desire right um what we can't resist and with pluto being there that makes it more intense Mm -hmm. right so um I would think that this would either mean like the things that you like you like them more intense or you are drawn to things that have like more intensity or loyalty to them I don't know how would you Lacey how would you know Eros the best mm. right? adding a layer of Pluto to that mm-hmm. right so that would
0: be like uh a- you would be extremely turned on by, um, magic or occultish things, but you'd be really turned on by getting to the bottom of things, right? Uh, somebody else may be sharing their secrets with you or you feeling comfortable to share your secrets with them. That kind of like a bonding thing, that thing that like extreme loyalty, if you will, something about that maybe would be like super good. Um, so, because, and we always have to say this, uh, Scorpio rules the genitals, and it's in your fifth house of um, sex for fun, sex for pleasure, um, oftentimes people who have Scorpio here um, enjoy um, anal sex. They tend to enjoy more um, kinkier things, right? Mm. Um, they tend to, or what other people think of as kinkier things, right? Right. Um, They tend to like the sort of what others might call darker things, right? Things that like, isn't just missionary position and we're happy. You know what I mean? It's it's more than that. So maybe you might be turned on by somebody who takes control in a way and who like facilitates this, you know, um, does that make sense? Do you like to take control or do you like to be controlled? Mm. or interchange it interchange it but
2: I think interchange for sure like Mm -hmm. I would say with my current partner like he's so sweet it just makes me want to rape him all the time
0: nice I love it now would you use (laughs) a a strap-on have you ever used a strap-on
2: I've never used one but like I have done thing to like someone in the past but I've never like enjoyed it myself it just like so bad
0: mm-hmm. for me yeah that's really interesting so you have it's I'm wondering if it's that um Mars and Cancer maybe a little bit too right like there has to be sort of a something so the person who did enjoy this very much uh who does enjoy anal sex has mars in scorpio those people almost all the time love it unless they have like black moon lilith or something that says they're an outcast makes them feel like they don't want to you know right um interesting yeah yeah but also scorpio sometimes it's not like they're just born wanting to do it wanting to you know get in
1: yeah it's more of a like the merging mm-hmm. and the rawness and the authenticity of somebody right right Scorpio kind of because um if you think about like the eighth house too it's about merging mm-hmm. and it does even have like a financial component and I feel like it's because Scorpio mm-hmm. um, it's like if they were to if they're merging every part of them is merging right mm-hmm. like they don't take it Lightly to Mm -hmm. merge, so that means finances, that means like your body, that means your soul, right? Like Scorpio is that water, deep Mm -hmm. intenseness, right? And so, um, I think that there's yeah, maybe an attractiveness to like, or
0: like it's where we experience having trouble letting go, too, right so like have you ever had a sex partner that you almost didn't want to break up with them because you were like i don't want to
1: let this good sex go <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah yes. interesting yeah capricorn sun yeah capricorn. And, then, and then um cancer rising right two mm-hmm. two out of three cardinal yeah because mm-hmm. your moon is edge right that's right. beautiful that you can go with the flow a little bit more Mm -hmm. but there's definitely boss energy here right yeah it's not protective mama bear type energy then boss i'm going to take control and take the lead energy right so Mm -hmm. i think that's also interesting about what Lacey was saying about um liking control versus being controlled we see a lot of people's charts people who have like these Capricorn or any sort of cardinal placements are often people who in their day to day life have to be the one to initiate or have to be the one to get started or Mm -hmm. take charge, right? And so sometimes it's really nice for them to not have to do that in bed, right? To kind of experience the opposite.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you have Uranus here and Uranus likes to flip, go back and forth. I wonder Mm -hmm. if that's where the interchange comes from, right? Uh, Uranus here. So uh, Sydney has in the seventh house of partnerships, um, we have the sun, Uranus, Neptune and Pallas, which is like strategy. That's like why strategy. She's an asteroid. Um, Uranus adds a component of going back and forth. It adds a component of a need for independence and a need for um, being label free uh, is a thing here. But Capricorn is Saturn ruled and Saturn likes established hierarchies so it's an interesting sort of thing here to have a seventh house who uh Capricorn wants to be a power couple right so Saturn likes to be in power couples in a way right likes to be the couple who is like looked up to you know in a way they like power capricorn loves it because it loves to climb it loves goals it loves to reach and achieve right so there's something about your committed partnerships and this isn't exclusively marriage although in ancient astrology they called this you know a house of marriage and stuff like that but it has to do with um it does give sort of a a strong overtone of I want to be I it's like a I want a level of commitment, man, I don't want it. It's like you have to kind of satisfy both those things with partners, right?
1: This yeah, this is kind of oh no, sorry, please go ahead, Sydney, you should answer that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I feel that like love being with my partner i have now but sometimes like just i want to like have alone time or like go on a trip by myself or go be with the girls like that independent like freedom part which luckily he is just the same way because otherwise that would right. suck
0: so is your partner close in age to you are you like close he's four years older okay three, so still and pretty and half close years older. yeah, yeah still pretty close so that means that he'll have probably uranus and sagittarius um right something like that his might be more closer to there but then that gives him an independent travel like he can be independent while traveling if you will Mm
2: -hmm. that's
0: if i had to guess anyway he's a huge traveler he's been to like 30 something countries oh yeah he's oh and you said he was a a Sag rising right so he had it would be in his first house yeah yeah, Libra, Sun, Libra, Moon, Scotch, Rising. Oh, Libra, Sun, Libra, Moon. So then he would be really good in almost any cultural situation because Libras are able to keep it kind of surface, if you will, in order to get uh, harmony in, you know, situations, right? Um, that's really interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Libra and Scorpio are close to each other. Oh, you have Jupiter in Libra, so you would see him as a sense of wealth. You feel buoyed, enlightened, noble. There's something about him that would be like, you know, uh, he you attract him. Jupiter does that, and then also, and he would feel like home. He would feel like home constantly because Moon and Sun are there. Anyway, that's fun. What mm. a fun little just three thing like to be all. Oh
1: shit! I think uh, yeah. So- mm-hmm. Some of that distance you're talking about too, I feel like is maybe some of this Aquarius. Right. You've so got um Yeah. Aquarius Venus. Mm-hmm. So the way that you connect. is friendship. Aquarian. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But it could be um yeah, friendship, but also unconventional relationships could be really appealing. And then space, right? Like it's almost like space is maybe a love language. Mm-hmm. right the yes ability to give you distance the ability to let you be alone right would almost be and then pair that with a uh sag moon you know yeah. there's a built-in need for freedom yes and, um <clears throat> but it's interesting because we just talked to somebody else on the podcast who had mm-hmm. um, some of these mixes mm-hmm. also had a sag moon right which it can be complicated for relationships because that mm. inherently don't want to be boxed in necessarily. Right. Which is what a relationship is. And right. so, um, there's a natural tendency to want out of it the minute they're in it. Right. It's just like Sag needs to know that there's freedom available. Right. Uh-huh. And then when you combine that with your Aquarius or your, yeah, your Aquarius Venus, right. Then you, you need physically need some space, but then you have Capricorn mm-hmm. who takes things very seriously. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Seventh house takes right. relationships very seriously. Yeah. yeah. Scorpio, right, also takes things very seriously, intensely, like likes the soul level of things. So it's interesting. We keep talking to people who kind of have these interesting mix of commitment but non-committal. Yeah. Right. Want to take things very seriously, and I appreciate you and I respect you as a person, but then. I need to build in ways that I'm free, right? space, ways right. that I, right? And mm-hmm. so um, I think it's interesting because this could maybe feel like two different people sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Like noncommittal and I want out, but oh my mm-hmm. God, I love you so deeply and I don't, I'm never going to go anywhere. You know?
2: Oh my God, Mary, I feel that way about <laughs> everything. My <laughs> job, my business, some days I'm like, yeah, there's so it's nice to be validated that there's a lot of like flip flop in my chart because I yeah. so feel that like it's very frustrating some days. Because mm-hmm. I'm like I loved this two days ago, why am I hating it today? <laughs> like not not with my partner, thankfully, because like we give each other so much freedom. Mm-hmm. Thank God, otherwise it would not be sustainable. But sometimes with like my friends or like my being an entrepreneur, like sometimes it's like I feel free and then I times I feel crap and it's like the flip-flop. Like, I love it, I hate it. This is free, this is like crapping. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. You guys have any like tips on, I mean, is there even a way to manage that if that's just like a part of who you are astrologically?
0: Right. Well, I think because it's something that is that is exclusive to a a, a, a sort of Mary in your generation a little bit up. Right. You experience that in work a lot. We've read charts for a lot of people who have, you know, sort of Uranus Neptune together. Right. Who have all these like Mm -hmm. need for independence. And um, the answer is innovating. Right. The answer is acceptance, acceptance of who you are, and then baking it in, if you will, right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then telling others about it. So you're definitely going to be a teacher uh, of how to think every day, right? Because Sagittarius likes to share its thoughts. And it likes to move and you're meant to teach this. So there's something about day to day work that you're going to teach, right? There's something about a body right. That you're going to teach, right. Moon is body. Um, so tips, um, my husband and I have, uh, we both have Uranus and Scorpio, um, which means there's a need for independence, uh, sexually. So we have baked into our, uh, marriage that, um, and we didn't discover it until we have been married for nine years. Um, but we ended up baking in, um, non-monogamy and, Going to clubs and experimenting with that. How does that feel? And then just being extra honest. So the real key here is extra honesty. Right? The real key is, oh, I don't want to look at this. <clears throat> this is what I see, right? Like, and then the other thing we would do was creating a safe space. So um I Jeff would say to me early, and right he would say, I'm getting I'm starting to feel like if I were to share something with you that you might get mad at me and I would be like, okay, thank you for telling me that. Um, I'm going to create a safe space in my mind. I'll tell you when I'm ready. (laughs) I'm going to create a safe space in my mind where you can say anything without offense. You're in this space, in this moment, you can say anything without offense, right? Without fear. And then you could say whatever it was. And then it was never as big as like he thought it was going to be And right? I was always like, Oh, Oh my God, I was prepared for so much worse. Right. But, <laughs> but something about that, then, then it gives Uranus the ability to do its thing. Right. In some ways, because Uranus, Uranus's job is to break down what's not authentic, what's not stable. So it demands truth. So you're kind of demanded to tell the truth in a way in your partnerships. Right. And so a way to bake that in is how can I feel safe to do this? Can we, can I, is there a way, you know, like something about that. And then, you know, you could talk about being, you know, either that you want more commitment or less, there might be like that too. So that's another thing in relationships that'll happen. Sometimes it's like, oh my God, let's, fuck other people all the time like I love it and then there's other times where we're like I don't know I just want to like Netflix and chill you know right like I don't really want to do you know and so it'll go back and forth because that's what it does you know yeah, yeah. does that make sense yeah mm-hmm.
1: um my thought go is... you should learn astrology <laughs> yeah um, that too <laughs> because whenever I think you know should somebody dive deeper into this the first thing I look at is Aquarius in your chart right right and you have Saturn and Venus there so Mm -hmm. that's not only a love language but like a life's purpose right doesn't necessarily just mean astrology just Mm -hmm. those Aquarian vibes and astrology and Aquarian vibes go hand in hand and um so my thought is, uh, if you went deeper on this, right, you could learn the nuances of these individual placements, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get to, like Lacey said, bake them into like your day-to-day life, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I didn't like that two days ago, right? It's my freaking Sag moon, right? I want to change my mind. and I want to do something different all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But like you would if you got to learn the nuances of your planets and your placements, kind of like what we're talking about today, but even more intimately, right? I think that there's a, an awareness and a beauty and an art that comes with it that you you get to know yourself a little bit better, right? Mm-hmm. And astrology is kind of a gift that keeps giving because you could <laughs> first learn it, look mm-hmm. at your chart, think you have everything, right? maxed out I know this and that and it doesn't matter every time you come back you'll like see something different and learn Mm -hmm. it like relationship and so I think your chart is like uniquely fitted for this where it's like um I think you could easily if if you don't want to like use it for anything else but just some like self-study right Mm -hmm. some personal development I think you could do that right I think your Venus is going to be like yes give me this um information Give me mm-hmm. these things. the bigger picture, right?
0: Because okay. Aquarius is also about the bigger picture. So eighth house is all about merging, right? And then yours is more like, yeah, but what's the big picture? Right. Like, does it have to look like what everybody else is doing? <laughs> no. And in fact, if you did do that, that would feel stifling for sure. But you have a a Saturn here, and Saturn likes commitment and it does like commitment. It likes to, it likes to, um, build systems. So like some systems of love would be something that would be interesting here for you. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Systems of love. Uh, the other thing it kind of, uh, screamed at me was, um, experimentation with, uh tied up with a quick release. So um my have you ever heard of uh, Shibari? It's, it's a S H I B A R I. I think so. Yeah. Um yeah. Good. It's um it's a Japanese art of how to tie someone up so that they feel weightless. Um and it is also designed for a quick release. So like if you said a safe word or you felt uncomfortable, then if those knots could be more quickly released so that you right. can ha- be free. Go.
1: You mentioned that that cancer Mars might like a big hug yeah. and people often describe like ropes as like a way to feel like you're getting hugged or supported. Right. right. And so, yeah, it's sexual, but also it's kind of a mental health thing that people talk about too, where it's like they do it on themselves just so they can feel like secure. Yeah. And- And then
0: you have all the control because you're the person being tied up, right? But then you're also giving control. So it's this interesting sort of uh, giving self over sort of in a uh, complete way that's interesting. Um, Like if I were going to, like when I'm looking at your chart immediately, uh, I, I think of, I would ask consent to, do that right like to tie you up or like yeah so to tie, i would tie this chart up i would t-
1: ask to tie this chart up Baby is asking if she can tie you up can i
0: tie this chart up that'd be great tie it up weightlessly and then i'm doing like a craft because i have a lot of virgo so that would be like ooh, the details of it would be awesome but um i think also your moon in sagittarius something about your thighs right um having being tied up and then doing different textures on thighs right thigh play
2: mm-hmm. Um
0: because it's not threatening there's nothing that's like i'm gonna rape you now you know like kind of like where people's brains go to you know what i mean it's not right. that. tied it's, up right it's more of us surrendering i'm surrendering and then you're surrendering because you have to surrender to me right because we have to i'm making more like wave you have a lot of water and earth in your chart, right? So I feel the need to slow down, right? Is another thing because earth and water is not a fast mover, right? They do not it's just put you there. Yeah, it's mud. I'm a kiln, baby. Okay. Keep that it up, right? <laughs> I love that you're smiling. So what are what is springing up for you? What did you say in that last part? the last part oh i'd okay, you need to warm me up right Is uh your thing yeah. it, right there's a slowness a oh, flowness a surety mm-hmm. that i want to go to the next thing you know
2: totally because that's that's yeah that's very accurate because i find if i rush stuff or like put too much on my plate yeah, it just does not feel good, and I'm all about like intention and like starting the day slow. And I'm big on yoga, like flow, and also like I love the surrendering poses in yoga, like the forward fold, yeah, dog, and just like letting everything be safe. just like surrendering to whatever's going on. It feels so good to me. Yes, like,
0: like, yes, that's a very uh, that's a very Capricorn sort of uh uh a, a Scorpio thing to to the people who we've talked with who have a lot of Capricorn and like Scorpios and Cancer, right? There's a nurturing and then and then there's a, a freedom and surrendering to and then to that cardinal. Um I had mm-hmm. another thought. Yeah to the Sloan. yoga have you ever thought about adding sort of yoga? into your sex life no uh i would do that tonight today <laughs> what time is it your time just <laughs> but it'd be, it would start with breathing right and you get your sort of breath to get t- tantras kind of like this too it's the art oh my god yes
2: my boyfriend i've been getting into that and we love it so
0: much yeah water and earth loves it because there's a flow and then your fifth house would fucking
1: adore it yeah because it's merging mm-hmm. right like oneness how close Ooh. can i get
0: right and then if you yeah. put magic in it sort of or right some sort of that spiritual intention in it it would it would be mind-blowing i would imagine i would imagine send us a porn videotape it just kidding. <laughs> I wish that we had more porn like that. How incredible would that be, right? Oh my God. Almost teaching rather than doing, right? If you had like instructional videos, Mary and I are gonna do that next. We're gonna start.
1: Hey, Leo, second Um, house, (laughs) right? Resources, Leo resources.
0: But she also has wounding there. So maybe not
1: (laughs) around there. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's funny. Uh, yeah, yes. we're so into that lately, like, into, like, turning slow and doing, fore like, foreplay and warming like, up and like, using, like, the whole body as a yes. zone, not just hip parts made for that. It's so much more enjoyable. And, like, yes. you feel the climax, like, literally 10,000 times more when you're doing
0: stuff slow. Right. Right. I, I, and here's the other interesting thing if you have a lot of water and so it would it, the climax would be really big for you to go slow it'd be really big mm-hmm.
1: um oh and not you you've said this before lacy because um your husband also has a mars in cancer yes right moving like the ocean yes right like yes. um yes waves mm-hmm. yeah. imagine yeah cancer's when
0: um pursuing a cancer uh paying attention so like the ocean wave. so cancer represents literally water it's the sign of the crab coming out of the ocean um and so uh sometimes it's like just kind of gentle waves right and then sometimes it's a little bit more but then it can also go back to a gentle right it doesn't mean that's going to build to more It just means whatever the ocean's doing at that moment. And then sometimes it's crashing, right? Sometimes it's crashing in a storm, but then there has to be the right, I want to see the storm. That's when the storm's okay. I want to be in the middle of a storm. That's when that storm's okay. It's not okay when it's scary. It's not okay when you're on a boat. That's fucked up. But it's cool when you're in a nice place watching it, right?
2: (laughs) Lacey, is that why i'm so moody i have all this
0: water in my chart and in cancer literally the sun so the moon it rules cancer and it's the fastest moving planet right and it goes it's the one at once a month it goes through all its phases right all its phases
1: yeah your body right your first house is the moon Mm -hmm. right so every time the moon is shifting two and a half days so are you, kind, of, right? So is your body. So is your mood. So is your, mm, yeah. right? Your expression,
0: right? Why, why so you like tra- it.
1: Mm-hmm. And I know you track the moon, right? You track mm-hmm. uh, moon phases. Mm-hmm. So I follow your stuff on Instagram for like, this is what you should do with the waxing or this, you know, and so mm-hmm. it, makes, it makes sense. But also I think the, the, the signs that the moon travels through probably has a huge impact on you and your body. Right, like specifically you, and then and on why topic, is that
2: again, Mary?
1: Because Cancer is your first house, and sure. Cancer is ruled by the moon, yeah. And so, first house has everything to do with body, ego, expression, approach to life, who we are, right? Like, self mm-hmm. the first house ah. of the house is self. Mm-hmm. So, your house of self is literally ruled by the moon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, paying attention to the phases like you already do, but then also maybe the signs that it's traveling through mm-hmm. too might help understand why your your body feels different mm-hmm. in different phases, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then the other beautiful thing here, right? So it's like you're rising one degree mm-hmm. cancer, right? Exactly opposite of that is your sun, one mm-hmm. degree Capricorn, mm-hmm. Right. So they are an exact line, like opposition, right? One even line straight across from each other. Mm-hmm. And when I think of Capricorn, I think of mountains, right? So I feel like you're you have you have this connection with moon and mountains, right? Like I picture it, it's this evenness, right? They're connected. Um, mm-hmm. they're directly connected across. Mm -hmm. oppositions are considered hard sometimes because they're a conversation that two sides of your chart are having right right? so finding the balance between home safety security right home like uh Mm -hmm. cancer and then work capricorn right trying to bust ass and take charge and do all the things these two um these two archetypes are specifically important in your chart right like mm-hmm. both are emphasized on each side and I think that maybe you have a natural balance with these two that you might not even be aware of mm-hmm. right like because of the way it's built into your chart right I think it's kind of a gift that you might not even be fully like not all of us have this balance mm-hmm. right not all of us have this gift of you know our body on one side and our consciousness on the other mm-hmm. side giving right. us this evenness right but then yours is also like um your body rules mm-hmm. the moon or the moon rules your body right and then you, the mountains rule your vitality or something right it's just beautiful mixture of um important pieces that are like lined up in your chart yeah,
0: and it can feel hard to balance out too, right? Because you know it, it, and then also like your your Mars Mars and Cancer has a hard time um, having direction, right? Like taking action, pursuing sex, if you will, too, right? Like it, it doesn't do that exactly, um. So it can feel you might feel frustrated sometimes with like i should because you're going to intellectualize your feelings here because this is an intellectual venus here is that's why friendships are so important for venus in aquarius because they have to be able to be friends right and friends you can tell um i'm not in the mood or i don't know i don't know what's going on with me today can i talk out my frustrations right like there has to be some sort of something because You've definitely got stuff that makes it difficult to just be in the mood, right? Like juice, be in it, you know, like, um, and then Mars, Pluto, um, trine here, right? Cancer and Scorpio. Um, sometimes you might need a lot to feel fulfilled, right? You might, you need a lot of time, right? A long session, It definitely, I think this is why spiritual will really help you like you're pursuing because that will help you to kind of accept whatever state you're in and not push yourself to be into another state, Mm -hmm. which can be difficult for someone who has to balance consciousness and the car you're driving, if you will. yeah but anyway how's that all resonate interesting
2: yeah it's pretty because it's like very accurate
0: yeah
2: and yeah because like even this week i noticed i was like so fucking moody i was like what is that
1: oh i'm in a foreign
2: country with an amazing partner like fully living off coaching like right so interesting like tracking the signs the moon is in and then maybe just like letting myself feel those states because yeah i can't just like snap out of a bad mood like no. it does not happen for me i've tried
1: mm-hmm. oh my god you're the perfect candidate for this yeah. like six month intensive that we're talking about doing mm-hmm. where we want yeah. to deep dive with people in on their chart specifically yeah. mm-hmm. um right so we'd go through like your first house the first right. week or yeah yeah twice a month six months 12 houses right so but you go through it and I got I just think like yours is such a beautiful setup for this right because you would we'd be teaching you about the different archetypes so mm-hmm. you would use that for which shine the moon is going in plus you could see the beauty of how this chart is laid out right mm-hmm. like it's so beautiful the way that it has these like um balance in them and right? mm-hmm. built in
0: you know hmm. anyway that's know. and for uh-huh. you in particular that moodiness that thing that's kind of hard to track transits are what help you track it so my husband has a mars in cancer he can get moody in sixth house work environments right so sometimes he's moodier than others and i can tell him when he's going to be having a harder time because of the transits something squaring you right now you're being asked to evolve in and I'll tell him what the planet is that is pushing on him right I'll be like oh you're being asked to evolve with let's say with sun square mars then I I could say you're being challenged or tasked to evolve your consciousness what are you a conscious of right now um, that you need to accept about yourself right And, and then it'll pull it right to that thing. And then he'll go, Oh my God, thank you so much. Right? Like, he'll, you know, it'll almost be free. It doesn't change the feeling sometimes, but it's nice to know when the feeling's going to end. I do that to myself all the time where I'm like, Oh damn, why does it feel like I'm wearing <laughs> a heavy mud blanket? Damn. Right. Like what the fuck is this? And then I'll be all, Oh, everything's in water. So asking why last week or why recently you've been, um, all this stuff was going, has been going through Scorpio. Your fifth house of having fun, so a big wet blanket has been kind of put on that, right? Or, uh or con- you're conscious of other parts of it in a way, right? Is kind of how it was going, uh, but you have Venus and Mercury, and they're going to be going over your sun, your moon here, your body, so you'll definitely be feeling sexier or more fun coming up, right? Like I could tell you that. So it's that sounds awesome, nice. It's awesome <laughs> to know those things, dude. I even plan like certain sexual times, right? Where I'll be all, oh damn, he's going to be like into it, right? And plan like wh- what you do. And you don't really know how it's going to go because there's still free choice, right? You can still sort of choose to evolve or not in a square, right? But it's still kind of cool to be like, all, or he'll, you know, I like that it answers my moods. I like that I go, oh fuck, this is what I'm learning right now. And to be patient with myself, it's not going to just happen overnight. Like you're definitely learning about um partnership stuff right now, right? We got Saturn on this Venus and Saturn on Saturn. Well, fuck, you just had a Saturn return. So you're still feeling remnants of that. So big things changing, right? Uh, so that's what Saturn does, right? When did
1: my Saturn return end? Do you know?
0: Yeah, I totally know that. Oh.
1: I mean, has it ended? I, it's like I know. I'm going to go
0: back. Uh, let's go back yeah. because it was in retrograde. So it was bouncing back and forth. Okay. So it's really been more of like a month since so go months, uh, months. Okay. So 13. So, yeah, yeah, you definitely. Okay. Okay. Okay so uh January right uh probably starting in like December January January you would have uh started to notice some stuff and then if we go forward in time a month oh like bad stuff bad well stuff. stuff that's difficult stuff that causes anxiety stuff that causes what it could have should have like hard hard on self if you will
2: I went through the worst breakup of my entire life in January.
0: So, eighth, eighth, eighth house.
1: But Saturn Mm -hmm. does this thing with a Saturn return where it will forcibly, if needed, remove things from your life that are not helping you get where you're meant to be. Right. Right. Things Mm -hmm. implode. And later we can look and say, okay, I wouldn't have done this thing that I needed to do to be where I am if this didn't happen. Right. right but Saturn has a way of it's shaking loose everything that's in your way mm-hmm. right? like it's trying to put you on that path and so it's still kind of right it's still it's still impacting you right now because Saturn's not very far from your natal Saturn right you're right. still close mm-hmm. so yeah you might still be feeling the shaking right you might still be like releasing things from your life that aren't meant to be there even if it feels really mm-hmm. hard or you're like holding on to it like I don't want to let this go
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh
1: after it that's crazy yeah mm-hmm. that happened and then I moved
2: houses and then totally like disconnected from my mom so she to like i like a total mental breakdown wow and, like, gave up my siblings to foster care and, like, just took <sighs> off with, like, her rich boyfriend. Just, like, right before I left, too. Like, Whoa. One of my girlfriends predicted it. She does readings. She was, like, is she going to do something to cook you for me? It was so wild. And right. then, like, my coaching business, like, took off again since December. It slowed down, like, all spring, all summer. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, what the hell is going on? on. Yeah. So, so much good, so much bad. Like I didn't even know like what to feel at times.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> so very sad and worried me.
0: So astrology can kind of prepare you for it, but then it can also it also can cause anxiety. I have to like <gasps> just sometimes knowing things is like, oh man. You know like <laughs> <Too> much <laughs> Yeah, but it's never as bad as I think it's going to be
1: ever. Right?
0: it's like it's never mm-hmm. as bad so it's I don't know
1: right. the interesting thing about the nuances here right it's like we can guess to some extent what this transit might feel like but everybody's right. different and even though Mars is about war doesn't mean that it's always bad right it could be about energy being moved in a certain place where you know your Saturn that we're talking about in Aquarius mm-hmm. uh, it would be so hard to know Right, what your life's purpose is at this point, because Aquarius is unconventional, right? It naturally is um, an evolving type thing because Aquarius is an air sign, so it mm-hmm. gets new information and it grows and evolves, right? Right. That means that your life's purpose could grow and evolve. There might be no clear this more than that. Mm-hmm. And that could maybe drive your Capricorn nuts, right? Yeah. Because yes, it's oriented, mm-hmm. this is what I'm shooting for, right? Mm-hmm. But Saturn is saying your life's purpose has to do with being different, being unlike anybody else, you know, taking this like different path about looking at the big picture, right? And the big picture is sometimes, um, crazy, you don't know exactly what's Mm going to happen, right? You just have to be willing to like, go with the flow. And um, Capricorn doesn't like that. Aquarius really likes um, innovation, right? And so that's never, that's not something that stays the same. Innovation is, you know, Mm -hmm. so you've got, yeah, those are another thing in your chart that don't maybe love each other that much, right? Your Capricorn's like, I want goals. I want to meet them. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. But Saturn, this overarching life's purpose is um, kind of this fun question mark. Right. Where like things could feel really different and unusual and unexpected. Unexpected is like a big part of Aquarius. So, yeah, that's another that's another thing that. uh, I think learning it or learning Mm -hmm. your chart would help. Right. Because then these uniquenesses feel more personal once you get to know them in your own chart. Mm -hmm. Right, like what your Aquarius Saturn might mean more than what somebody else's Aquarius Saturn might mean because your chart isn't completely different right mm-hmm. and yeah. you have Venus there and Venus is benefic it makes everything a little bit easier <laughs> yeah. adds a she mm-hmm. she, soft shoulder <laughs> she Saturn for sure uh well
0: like Thursday the 24th just you know, Thanksgiving in the States, uh, Native's Day in the States. We're kind of in this interesting fun flux, but uh, this looks like it might feel pretty good. (laughs) This is pretty good right here. Um, We have a couple other things that kind of make it, like, it won't be out the park great, but it's like, you'll definitely feel better, right? (laughs)
2: That's
0: uh, good to know. Yeah, it is. Like, this is kind of nice this is like definitely maybe you might be traveling you'll probably be traveling something about this screams travel
2: we have plans to go into the amazon that day
0: interesting okay yeah yeah yeah. uh that'll be really fun yeah yes So accurate Mm -hmm. so fun well all right that is the end of our show today Thank you so much for being on Sydney. It was a delight having you on. Thank you for being vulnerable. Talking about these things isn't always easy.
1: Um, Right. You're kind of coming into like, um, you don't know what kind of questions are going to be asked, right? So I think it's really brave. In a cafe.
0: Right, right. Just answer. When was the last time you had, when did you use a strap on? I know I've seen that. I saw that. It's perfect. So for our... Viewers. I just, I did not see it before. I, saw I totally did. Uh, Sydney is uh, in a cafe with earbuds on and she's sitting in front of like a mural painted on the wall that has coffee in the center, like a cup of coffee and it's swirling. And then it has a bunch of coffee beans like heading towards it. Like they look like sperm
1: heading towards an egg. There's are so- they're I like, mean, shit. I believe coffee is life. So I feel like there's kind of an existential <laughs> message here. Right. For me, you got it. Very mm-hmm. graphic in a way also- <laughs> I love it. (laughs) Thank
0: you. Thank you, Ecuador, for having this (laughs) on your walls.
1: Coffee is life in Ecuador, too, right? So, Uh, well, that's where it grows. It grows there,
0: too. Yeah. True. We're (laughs) Um, all about
1: the coffee here.
0: Oh, my gosh. I believe that. I believe it. So good. All right. Well, until next time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming
1: on. Yes, mama. Bye. Thanks for listening. Check out our playlists on our website. We have zodiac playlists at teamaquarius.com.